I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and usually our kids and the dog and stuff. Oh my god. (laughs) So we've been trying to figure out what to talk about this week because... You know, usually there's something interesting and something gendery and some way that they all fit together, or at least that's what we try and find every week. Yes. You usually say, So what was gendery that happened this week or last week or whatever it was? Or you'll say you'll come home from work and say, So here's a thing that happened and I'll say we should talk about that to a microphone. Sometimes there's some little thing that's not big enough to make a whole podcast about, but we write it down and eventually gather those right together. But probably what's gendery that's happening is I'm not noticing what's gendery that's happening. You know, you're probably right. Yeah. Because as things are so crazy busy, all of the gendery has just faded into the background for you. I do know things are easier, you know, we've talked about that many times, like when I called because the hot water wasn't working Sunday night, we had some lukewarm water and Monday morning, we did not. No, there was no, not and even I, lukewarm I tried water. To, I tried to light the pilot over and over again. This is why they give you the manual. If I had thought of that, that might have been helpful. Do we know Maybe. where the manual is? No, but I'm sure we could look it up online. Right? Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. So I I couldn't get it to light, and I thought something else must be wrong with it. And there's a little electronic box on there that wasn't getting any lights on it. And so when I call the plumber, they do that thing where they're like, "Yes, sir. How can I help you, sir? We'll do that right away, sir." And I'm always like, "What?" <laughs> I've never had that experience. <laughs> even even when I talk in my most assertive voice on the phone, and on occasion they even sir me. But they still don't, yes, sir, right away, sir, as you wish, sir. We'll get right on that, sir. I was like, excellent, because there's no hot water at my house. Right? Right? (laughs) Yeah. So there's things like that that probably happen every day. And I'm momentarily like, whoa, that thing is happening again. That makes everything easier or different. Uh Uh-huh. But they, yeah, like you said, but they blend into the rest of the busyness. and right. We just run around managing children. Chasing chickens with their heads cut off. (laughs) And doing all the queer things like our laundry, getting groceries, trying to pay the mortgage. So hella queer. Yep. Our mortgage was really queer this month, though. (laughs) It was a bit queer. In the bad bad sense, like the really weird, odd, unusual, and unfortunate sense. It happens that they, uh, and, and this happens with rents too, like a different company takes over the management and, uh, with, with loans, they sell them. Mm-hmm. And ours was sold and... Well, here's yeah. the thing. We refinanced the house. But then before we could even get one payment in to the new mortgage, like they sold it before our first month could even come due. Right. Whereas when we when we got the house, they did sell it right away, but we made payments first. And I think they even sold it before they had finished everything with the title company because I remember checking on the county assessor when they said they were selling it and my name still wasn't on there after I tried to call the new place and they wouldn't give me any information. Right. So it hadn't even that, gone that to the title our, place. That was one of our main reasons for refinancing because I can't just 
just put you on the loan when you're not on the loan. I could put you on the house if it was paid for. Yeah. But I can't put you on the title if you're not on the loan. Right. Yeah, so we, we couldn't pay our mortgage and it's not that we wouldn't be able to pay for it. It's that we didn't have any place to put that money that was waiting to pay for it. And that was our queer mortgage. That was our queer-ass mortgage. The yes. mortgage company, uh, they still won't give me information. I have to log in as you to, to pay the mortgage. They don't want my money. They only want your money. But you They aren't. only want man money. They don't want my money. <laughs> now that's gendery. It is. Uh, I wonder if it had been a woman's name on the title and then adding a man if the man calling had would have gotten the same. I'm sorry. That's a curious question. Although, honestly, now that I think about it, it would seem like to the person on the other end, especially if it's a female answering the phones, like here's a man trying to take advantage of some woman for her house. We really don't know because we have no way to test this hypothesis. That is correct. Yes. Um, our old neighbors are not previous neighbors, but like our current neighbors who are old are selling their house and they've offered it to us more than once. <laughs> so we could try it, but they're, what? they want more There's than the thing, house is worth. You have to pay for it, you know? I know. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it, especially not for what they're selling it well, for. It's just, yeah, it's all very expensive. It's ridiculous. And we still have broken things that I'm trying to pay for. Yes. But see, that's the thing, because there's all the broken things and the 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 broken the, the water heater and the broken window and the broken toilet and It's a little queer. Just saying. I love you. <laughs> so the broken window, how did that happen? I don't know, did it? Everybody has one of those at their house, especially yep. if they have children. Yep. Although one kid did say, We should be careful those golf balls could break something. From the neighbors who drive golf balls in their backyard? I don't know. He he seemed as though he was concerned that something broken was his fault, so he needed to blame it on someone else right away. Um, but it's not possible that it would have been his fault, because it's a two-pane window and it was the inside pane that was broken. Yeah, and we can't figure that out at all. No. Obviously, one of us broke it and didn't know it, so. Apparently. Mm -hmm. It's um, our gentle approach to life. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's also the toilet. Well, see, here's the thing about the broken toilet. I thought I had it fixed because I did fix the clogged problem. Well, hold on. What? What? Why was there a clogged problem? You went to go visit your sister. I did, and I came home, and there was all the broken things. And the toilet upstairs, which is usually the boys' bathroom, mm -hmm. would not flush. No. And I, I have a very large snake because there's children. As in plumbing snake, not yes. like as in... No, not a python. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did not shove a python down the toilet. Thank you. You're welcome. So you used this snake to try and clear the pipes and it would not go. And I thought, okay, I'll just call the plumber with the home warranty. And the plumber came and he's bigger than me, which is not hard. And his snake was, a, you know... It's not the size, it's how you use it. Yeah, it was very similar, same style. Uh-huh. Possibly not as dilapidated. It, it Ours is a hand-me-down, which is a weird way to get a toilet snake, I'm sure. <laughs> But it was my mother's and her husband's. And, and when, what did your mother and her husband do? They had a... And I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the business of cleansing. 
Yes, fair yes. enough. <laughs> and to the point where they would need a toilet snake. Yes. Anyway, continue. So when we got my mother from Chicago, I brought the toilet snake because I thought, well, here's something useful that I'm, you know, yeah. I mean, it has been useful. Yes. But it was my, there was nothing wrong with my outdated toilet snake because the big guy couldn't get the toilet unclogged either. And he thought there was a ball in there. It because, was not a ball. Because it was bending the end of the snake and jamming everything up and bouncing back. So he thought it was a ball. But it wasn't a ball. It was exactly what I saw in one of the YouTube videos when the other guy took off a toilet on the YouTube video, and there's like half a package of wipes in there. So some jackass in our house took went to take one of the toilet wipes and just grabbed, ended up with a whole half a package, and down the toilet it went. They probably like wiped off the sink once with it, not even the whole sink. You know how these kids are. Flushable wipes are not actually flushable. No, they're supposed to flush one or two at a time. Most packages say one, but most sewer companies and uh, septic system folks will tell you don't flush any. Right. Which means do not flush half a package of them. Okay? Right. So I I got the toilet off and I, I got the half a package of wipes out of the bottom, which apparently has the same buoyant, not buoyancy, what it would be if you bounce off of something. Resiliency? Yes, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is is a ball would if you stuck it down the toilet? Oh my gosh! Okay. So, and then I was going to put the toilet back together, but I had to go get another seal because you can only use a wax seal once. Right. They do make other seals. Wax seals are like a couple bucks and the other ones are a lot more. And anyhow, I wasn't in a hurry because I thought these kids can just share a toilet. We have ours in our bathroom and they have another one downstairs. And, you know, when I was a kid, there's like one toilet in the house Mm -hmm. and somehow we all managed. Mm Mm-hmm. So that, and they hadn't paid me any money, and I told them they had to pay me. Yes, because and at first they you thought it was going toy- to be like six, $700 to get. Well, yeah, the, the big guy said, if you're going to bother putting another toilet on here, you want to get one that doesn't get clogged this easy, mm-hmm. and that'll be a little more, and then installing it and getting it here, and he said about six or $700, and I was like, holy cow. And, and so- then he said, well, if you go get it and bring it here, that will cut a bunch of money off because we won't have to spend the time doing that. Right. But still, that, you know, that's the money that you told these kids that one uses wipes for her period and the other one uses them for his butt. And so it could have been either of these kids that flushed a handful of wipes. Yes, they're very careless. They are, and they don't take care of things. And this is something we've tried to teach them. Be responsible for yourself, your space, and your things. And but being that there was quite so many broken things in the house all at once, and I was fed up with it, I said, you kids are going to pay for that toilet. Mm-hmm. You better get out there and rake some leaves for some because if you don't rake the leaves, you're going to find yourself shoveling people's snow. They needed to be responsible for their space. Yes. And... So I just wasn't getting the toilet They done. were... I know that number three, at least, she was freaking out because she's like, where am I going to get $300? Ah, she was freaking out. And she did that, like, paralyzed, it's too big and I can't do it thing. Like, she didn't even want to attempt it because she felt like it was too big to even start on. She she does that. She does. Mm-hmm. But once you gave her a smaller amount, she's been steadily chipping away at it. I'm rolling my eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're allowed. <laughs> yes, I am. 
Too bad it doesn't do me more good. <laughs> well, unfortunately, somehow, could have been me, could have been somebody else monkeying around in there. Don't know. But it's a two-piece toilet, and when I took the top half off, somewhere between... The first and second time, because I I put it all back together with the wax seal, because you can do that once if you just don't leave it like that Mm -hmm. to see if it worked, and it did. There was no crack then, but Mm -hmm. I might have cracked it the second time, or they might have, but the the top half is cracked, and here's the bad news about that. The the one you found for like 30-something dollars... Doesn't fit. No, it only fits the exact model that it says it fits. Mm. So basically, I have to go buy a $90 toilet, although if we only use the top half of it, we could save the bottom half for the next time they break that. And I I don't know, you could have broken it, but honestly, I wouldn't put it past the kid who decided he was going to pee in the bathtub instead of going to use the other toilet because... I just want to know, is anybody who listens to us still doesn't have kids and is still thinking of having them? Just want to know. In our disclaimer that most people probably skim past if they've heard us more than once, we say something like, if you're considering transition seek medical assistance. And if you're considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need medical assistance. Yes. Of the mental health kind. No, that's what we need. I have been thinking I I need the therapist lately. I have been thinking that too. (laughs) That I need the therapist? Yes. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that that sounds funny to say it that way. I'm not, but I I suggested it to you the other day. Here's what I think. I figured this out earlier today. Yes. Because we forgot my shot and then we did my shot mm-hmm. last night. It's that testosterone. We used the other one last week. It was bad. It, it was a bad situation. It was. I tried. I the was lower trying, concentration of testosterone. I was used. trying so hard and I couldn't find my way out of the situation. Where you were so irritable about everything all the time. I was. and But part of it is that he, because he does so many things, he's held accountable for everything constantly. Like as soon as even the dog does something wrong, I start calling him the kid's name. I'm right. Because like, you want him to, you know, stop mm-hmm. doing whatever the thing. And then you're like yelling the kid's name at the dog. And this so, is something we've talked about at the therapist before that, like, even if we pick less than half of the battles, that's still a holy fucking well, lot of here's battles. Here's the other thing, though. So he he gets, you've said before, when I get mad and I finally just yell at him about something and you say, well, it's going to happen, but it doesn't happen with her. Mm-hmm. And it did this week. And right. I think that that was going to happen mm-hmm. because she does the same stupid shit all the time mm-hmm. and nobody ever shows her how fed up they are because we try to talk to her reasonably because you can talk to her reasonably. Yes. But here's the problem with that is you talk to her reasonably and she does it anyway. And I'm over it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, my, my hormones were not at all helpful last week. Right. But her cleaning the bathroom and throwing all the trash in the drawer was the that last was fucking ridiculous. straw yes, that, is correct. that I could have. Yes. I lost my mind over it because I saw it and it wasn't just that thing. It was oh, yeah. all the things she does every single time because she's not responsible for the household, the other people that have to deal with her in the household. Right. She's not. Yeah. She can do things. She's capable. 
But guess what? If you're not doing them, you're the same jackass as the other one who stuffed half a wipe thing of wipes down the toilet. Yeah. And you know? So that's something that we need to work on with her. Just because she's capable of things, if she's not actually doing them, then it doesn't really matter what she's capable of. No, and you're going to talk to her till she's blue in the face. And she's still going to go do all the things that we've asked her not to. The garbage can was three feet away. Three feet away. I know. So it was just the last straw. Mm-hmm. And that used to happen before I started transitioning and my hormones were not very cooperative. Mm-hmm. And I would just be at the end of my rope at that point. Mm-hmm. And it, it was going to happen because... Sometimes it just needs to happen. They well, need to see how angry they've, they, yeah. they've made other people. Yeah. How, how ridiculous the, the nonsense is. Yes. He doesn't actually see it. And right now she's at the stage of development where she refuses to see it. I I think she kind of does see it, but she also kind of refuses. Like she's aware of it, but she'll play that like she's feeling out those boundaries where she can choose not to see it and where she really doesn't have the choice but to see it. Yeah, he does that all the time. He He tests every boundary, and I don't know how much of that is whether he... He tests the boundary of the boundary of the boundary. Yes. (laughs) Which is when I usually start losing my mind. And I did a thing the other day, and I said, pretend that the kitchen island is being naughty, and you like to get right up next to it, so close to the naughty, that if you even breathe, you're going to touch it. And then you're going to be naughty and you're going to have trouble. Is that really a good choice? Should you really be going right up close to the naughty thing? Should you be getting almost to the naughty thing? And we talked about like swearing, but without the vowels or, you know, the kinds of things that these kids do to to be naughty, but not all the way naughty. He, he does it in some ways. It's better that he's not swearing. Yes. But he does it because he thinks it's cool. Right. And that's what I was trying to point out to him was that he's getting too close to the naughty and he should be stepping back. See, that's a nice tangible explanation for him. Yeah. That he should be a little further away from the naughty kind of all the time. Don't get right up close to the naughty. Don't go almost naughty. He's like a a moth to the flame. Oh, he totally is. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) Speaking of which, you've had to spend a lot of time on him lately. In between fixing all the shit that's broken. I did, which is probably also why I got to my last straws. Yes, I think, think, and that's something that you've had to explain to number three child before, when she pulls your last straw, but you've had, you know, the other entire barrel of straws pulled by other things, but she just happened to get the last one. Right, and with that one in particular, I also had to be clear that that, handful of straws was her own Mm -hmm. because she has done that too many times. Right. Not throw the trash where it goes. Right. That is a thing. That is a thing unique to her and wherever else she goes. I'm sure there are other people who put trash in odd places instead of getting up and walking their butt across the room. But yeah, she she really was pulling those last straws. Even if it was a handful of straws, you had the whole barrel of straws that had been used up the prior two weeks. I, I had because the boy's primary doctor wanted to take him off of his pills. Which you tried to start while you were in visiting your sister. Yes. I tried to start then and you saw before we left because he had already been a week off of half of a pill. And I think he also 
had a growth spurt about that time. He's gained weight. He has gained weight. And, and so his he pants probably that we just more. bought him don't fit because whenever you buy them pants, all of a sudden they grow. I know, right? Yeah. So he probably actually needed more, but instead we were tearing down. He he needs what he has and you cannot take it away. No, because <laughs> it's it's something that helps with executive functioning, with the ability to use your judgment. The little bit of it that you have. Yeah. But we can also talk to him. You cannot talk to him when he doesn't have that. Not even I can talk to him. Yeah. like In my can, most therapeutic voice possible. He can back up and listen. He doesn't go as quickly into the brainstem. He even tries to outsmart you. He doesn't get as reactive as easily when he is right. on his meds. Because like I, I forgot and I need to make a note that I that he called his teacher shitty and I have to go talk to him about it. I need to make a note of that. Which, he did that today. Yes, but last week he would have called her a lot more things than that. That is true. Because we came back and he got suspended. I had to pick him up Thursday afternoon. He was suspended Thursday afternoon and Friday, so day and a half. Mm-hmm. The next week... Did he make it all the way through Monday? He, he made it through Monday and half a Tuesday. And then I had to go get him. And he was out of his mind when I picked him up. He was so far into his brainstem, I couldn't lure him out of there until I gave him his medicine. Mm-hmm. So I gave him his lunch meds and then he was better. Yeah. But before that, we're in the assistant principal's office and he threw his new glasses at me and broke them. Mm -hmm. And he told that guy where to go and how to get there and a few things to do along the way. All the way out of his office, through the main office, around the corner in the lunchroom, and through the hallway, out the door. Like the the guy was sticking his head out of the window where you sign in to come into the building. Yep. Looking at him like, What? Yep. But he didn't even know what to say anymore. Like, right. And I, I just like, no, I just kept telling the boy, no, just keep going, go to the car, mm -hmm. you know? And he did not even know what he did later. And, and I question. No, I, he really, he knew that he did things and that he said things, but. Was he, is our 12 year old getting blackout angry when he's off his meds? Uh, he was pretty far gone, like totally out of his mind. And I could tell. So I was trying to talk to him, but he was so far in his brainstem that he misunderstood what I was saying to him. Uh-huh. Because I was trying to get him to calm down by saying, hey, you want to calm down because you have football later. And he thought I was saying he wasn't going to go to football. Right. So that's when he threw his glasses and broke them. So he couldn't he couldn't hear anything you were saying. I just needed to get him out of there. But the problem is when you go to pick up your kid, and probably I can talk to them about this. I probably can talk to them about it either in person or in email and say, one of the things we're going to have to do is not have the whole discussion in front of him. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't help him. Mm-mm. Most kids, that does help. Yes. But it doesn't help him. Like, we'd have to have it much later when he's calmer. Mm -hmm. You can't do it then. It He amps up further. Yeah. Yeah. So he was suspended Thursday, Friday, or Wednesday, Thursday? No, he was suspended Thursday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday. He had a Monday and half a Tuesday in between. And at that point, you decided that we needed to check up on the progress of his behavior analysis that they're doing with the possibility of requalifying him for 
more intensive services. Well, yeah, when the when the principal called me to come and get him, I said to him, this is not what we can be doing. We mm-hmm. cannot be suspending him all the time. Mm-hmm. That is not going to work. And no. he assured me up one side, down the other, we weren't going to keep doing this. And I thought, how are you not going to keep doing this? He's going to get violent. Yeah. And then I thought, I've got to put him on his meds. Yeah. And we're going to have to figure something else out. The, the, and then I, when I got there, mm-hmm. he reassured me again that we were not going to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. But nobody was satisfied with that at that point. Because everybody who, anybody who knows what's going on, like you, me, mm-hmm. his babysitter, his aunt, my boss, mm-hmm. we're all like, well, how do we know they're doing something? Right. And and that's when you said, well, we can send them an email. And I said, well, you write it for me because I was at work and I had been leaving a lot to manage a boy. So you had to get your work so done. So I needed to get my work done. And you could make a little time to write a quick email, send it to me, have me review it. I asked you questions and we sent it to everybody. To the whole leadership team of the school, mm-hmm. as well as to the assistant supervisor or assistant superintendent for that group of schools and the assistant superintendent for special ed. Right. And one of my questions to you was, I don't want to agitate them. You know, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable or threatened. Yes. Because that, you know, that can cause other problems. But I sure the hell want them to address this problem. Yes. And they were a little uncomfortable. The principal called me later that after school, like at four mm -hmm. o'clock, and wanted to confirm with me the intentions of my email and exactly what type of study they were doing and... Mm-hmm. And that's good. That 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 was the goal was and to get them a little bit uncomfortable. Not pointed too. out to me that he had to explain this because his boss was on that email too. Mm-hmm. So letting me know he he was uncomfortable with the fact that I did that, but he's mm-hmm. addressing it. Yes. It's not that I thought he wasn't going to address it, but I don't want... And already the meeting that we're having when they're done with their study is in December. Yeah. So... And I mean, this has been since September, like the beginning of September. Right. Three months that they will have been doing whatever they need to, to get him qualified for more intensive services or to determine that he doesn't need them well, or they, to, I don't know. They wanted me to know that they have kept him there many times. So he's had 12 major incidents since the beginning of the year as of two weeks ago. Right. None this week. Yippee. No, calling a teacher shitty is a minor incident. Yes. He has also a few pages of minor incidents. Three of the major incidents were while he was tapering off of his meds. Mm -hmm. So his doctor has agreed that's no good for him. The doctor was trying to have him taper off of these meds because... With his other physiological symptoms with uh, painful legs and, and circulatory problems, there's a very small percentage of people who react negatively to the medicine that he's on. Yes. And so they wanted to make sure before they proceeded with more testing that he wasn't just in that tiny percentage of people who have that side effect. Right. But if that's the side effect, I'm not willing to give it up. <laughs> well, not without something else in place. Right. So... So then you tried to call his psych to discuss what else we could put in place. Yes. 
and I was calling and she wasn't calling back. So I kept calling because I needed her to call me. And then she was calling me when I was in in a session or, you or know. Or her number is unlisted. She doesn't call well, from an office. The first time, yeah, the first time she called, I had put my phone on. Don't answer unknown numbers. Because I was getting so many of them. It is political season. A lot yes. of people do that this time of so, but I was driving when that call came through anyway, so I wouldn't have caught it. Right. And then she was calling me when I was working, and but she was good enough to email me. So That's we've good. been emailing about this, and we have something else that he can take, and she agrees that we should take our time. Yes. So I will pick it up from the pharmacy so we can decide what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like we might decide, okay, let's see what happens at Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, in the meantime, his primary doctor is going to send him for a full workup for an endocrinologist uh, to review and make that referral for the endo and then send him for imaging to see the age of his bones. How are his bones growing? Are they the age? Which that he they has a lot be? of other symptoms of delayed development. Mm-hmm. And it, for a 12 year old boy, you would normally start seeing signs, the earlier signs of puberty, and he has none. None. Which is okay with me, really. You know? <laughs> okay. I don't need a, a kid that's in puberty who, who's peeing himself, okay? No, fair enough. If I can help it. But it would be good to know what's going on. Mm hmm. So that's all the queer things that we do. There you go. Yeah. Some of them are probably even gendery. Do you think that the doctors interact with you differently? Are boys' doctors interact with you differently as his dad than they would if you were his mom? I can see little cues. I find that the women are always surprised that I'm looking at them and listening and mm-hmm. not talking at them while they're trying to tell me things. Mm-hmm. Which is something you've noticed about female doctors in general, whether they're for you or for him. They expect you to be dismissive. And when you're not, it's always a shock to them. Yes, it seems to be surprising that I'm listening the whole time and I'm waiting when they're done to make sure they were done. They're looking at me like, now what's going to happen? I'm still listening. Okay, then. So (laughs) what if... <laughs> yes. Do you think you? I asked them what they think. That's probably shocking too. Oh my gosh, that kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being that kind of guy, though. Well, you're welcome. I, you know, I. <laughs> I hope the doctors are welcome too. They are good. That doctor's his mother's doctor too. So I feel like she's always looking at me a little like she's not sure. Oh, if I really. Was- I'm going to be the person she's heard about or the person she's talking to. Right. And his other mom has pretty obviously been telling stories about you to everyone who will listen. Mm-hmm. And it came up when you took the boy to the doctor last time. Well, because he was asking about his mom to the doctor. Yeah, he did ask the doctor if, if she was really good with him. Yeah, like she started to realize that his mom may not be, that it may not be you who isn't exactly who they thought they were. Yeah. And she did say, of course, you know, I can let your mother know that you're thinking of her if I talk to her. And then she said, if that's okay with you, you know, to me. Mm-hmm. And I said, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no with the boy sitting there. Right. It's going to be what it's going to be, no matter what we do. Right. Although you have had to talk to doctors who have had her calling and checking in on him. Well, that's what his psych said. She said that his mother had called. She did kind of freak out the Boy Scout troop mom. She was calling and emailing everyone, pretending to try and talk to her kid when she first said that she wasn't going to talk to her kid. I I told the doctor that too. I said, you know, at, at the end of 
August, his mother sent me an email saying she wasn't going to see him for a while and she wasn't going to explain herself. And I'm just not sure what to think of that, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh. Like that kind of clicked in the doctor's brain. That's not what I heard. Right. <laughs> Look yeah. at your face. Yeah. But what? I, what that's okay. What, you know, there's nothing to change about that no. nonsense. And I, his babysitter was there at the visit. Yes. And I told the doctor that he, the babysitter had known him since he was about the age... Well, a little bit older than the babysitter's son, who is also there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So. So that I thought that. I might as well bring the babysitter in with me. I mean, she cares very much about the boy. She's interested in what's going on. And there's something I do know as a guy, which is a gendery thing. It can be helpful to bring a woman along. We've seen this before. Yes. 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 And yes, just she like- did ask questions and, you know, have her own things to to express to the doctor about how our boy's doing. Mm -hmm. So it was good that she had that opportunity Mm -hmm. and that you had that opportunity to have her helping. Yeah. So we couldn't figure out what to talk about. So we just talked about everything. Yes. But I think we made an episode out of it. So. All right, then. Is there anything That was our goal with this microphone. Woo! (laughs) So anything else? I think that's it. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Yeti right there. Okay. Oh, 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 you have to catch those, but it doesn't work. Mm. Are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, I'm Jeff. Possibly not as dilapidated. I don't know. Dilapidated? Mm. Yeah. You're funny. Yeah. Go ahead. Whatever you want to call it. Look. It's outdated. So Ours dilapidated. Is... Dilapidated, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>